Welcome to Two Sisters Podcast with your hosts, Christy and Melissa, who are real sisters bringing you real talk about life and faith through humor, insight, and community. Now let's get into this week's episode. What's up, guys? It's Melissa and Christy. And welcome to Two Sisters Podcast. So we're still in the series of uh, being a Black woman in these Americas. Um, For this particular episode, we will be focusing on entrepreneurship. So being a Black woman entrepreneur in these United States of America. What I would like to say or how I would like to address it. Christy, do Mm -hmm. you have it? You good with me? Because I've just been. (laughs) I'm just on one. I'm on a roll. Because, yeah, when you are an entrepreneur, it's so much. Like, I know that entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Uh, and I know it. I guess what I want to concentrate on, or my point of view, is that is, is this. Entrepreneurship for me is also a, not like money is literally not first, second, third, or fifth on my list of things. Although, of course, you need to make money. My first thing is about purpose. My next thing is about legacy. And it's just about helping people. Um, and I also want to say that that's, that's, that's on the front end of it. The back end of it is also about flexibility and me being free um, when I, as I'm helping people, it's it's a fulfillment, if you will, like it's a fulfillment. Now, with all of that being said, it's so dynamic, it is so intricate in that that with flexibility, with freedom, with the money, with helping people, with legacy, with purpose, comes great responsibility. And I mean that by, you know, it's work and people always want to chase after the thing that they see other what other people have but they don't know the work it requires to have those things and i think that people also want want things quickly and not working for it like there's a process there's a beginning you start here and then you end up here and there's a middle line there that it's the middle that people don't talk about or don't know about and don't and want to skip. They want to skip to the end part where they have the things that they are dreaming about or, you know, um, desiring. And so I just want to say that, you know, again, there's differences, first of all, being black, being a woman and being in these United States of America rather and being an entrepreneur so i'm not saying that it is harder what i am saying is that (laughs) i'll wake up a black woman every day and there are different things that i have to face being black like so one of the things i want to say like these are some things and this is just me being a black woman we're not even talking about the entrepreneur walking in the store or walking in uh um yeah, let's just go with a store. Sometimes, and now it's better now, like, you know, I don't run into this as often as I used to, 
But like sometimes when I went in stores, people would make me feel like I didn't belong in those stores. Like I couldn't afford to be in those stores. Like, you know, um, and the last time I checked money is the green. Everybody had the same color of money. Okay. So, I, so again, that used to kind of trip me out how it is that people, <laughs> um, want to sell things or they have a product or a service, but then they want to pick and choose who they sell to. It's very interesting to me. So for me to, when I did become an entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur, I don't quite understand that. If I have a product, if I have a service, why does it matter what color you are to purchase or buy that service or product? That never made any sense to me. And I guess I'll give my sister point of view on that in a minute, but I'm just talking right now as far as the things that stuck out to me and and the reasons why I see why people become entrepreneurs. Most times or sometimes I feel like it's not about purpose or legacy or any of those things it's about money most of the time so people literally just create something to make money and i wonder how long that lasts and and maybe to me this is part of the problem because it's not about helping some helping people or a group of people or community it's literally about that individual main purpose uh their purpose is to make money and so you know i just wanted to talk about that and i also want to talk on the flip side of it about the work it entails to be an entrepreneur and again the sacrifice of yourself to be an entrepreneur especially if you are doing it for reasons of purpose and you know um, helping people in the community that is great sacrifice because most people think that they can leave a nine to five and go be an entrepreneur, but you literally work. I mean, I, I can't even tell you the hours that you're going to work. You're going to work long hours and it's going to be harder. <laughs> okay. However, it really doesn't feel hard because it's what's in you to do. So I, I'm also going to leave that for you my purpose. If it's purpose, yeah, it's it's very it's really not stressful. And again, this is a part of our coaching session season. So again, these are different things, are different subject subjects that we get from our our clients. Is how do they navigate? You know how how um, some of them ask me how do I take care of myself? How do you take care of yourself? How do you balance family? Balance you know some work some work a full-time job and um like do their side business on the side and and pursuing to make it a full-time thing for them like it's so many different things and um yeah things that they need help with and so i wanted to just talk about that like the the withal like you the 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 courage it takes courage you really do have to have faith I believe in yourself to first of all believe that you can step out and be an entrepreneur because you literally you're the one basically essentially signing your checks you're the one 
that's out there promoting, doing, you know, doing what's necessary for your business, uh, for yourself, whatever business you're in, whether it's a product or a service, you're the one that is doing the business, handling your business. So that's a difference when you leave out of working a nine to five for someone or even being in corporate America where you're in a C-suite or executive level of things, making six figures to going into entrepreneurship. Those are all different spaces um, that you have to figure out how to navigate and live. And so you do need to know how to take care of yourself and still like have a like almost like a well-oiled machine. And that takes time and it is a process. Having theme says so far, sis? Yeah. Um, you know, we just got finished doing an episode about um, corporate. corporate America, mm-hmm. right? And when you get to a certain level, you're working constantly. You really don't really have a life for yourself because you take your work home. So if you're used to having a job like that, where you're giving, you know, 16 hours for work anyway, then you can be an entrepreneur, you can be a business person, right? Like for for Melissa, she stated that, you know, money's not her first thing and Mm -hmm. it's really um, something that she does not like when people go into business and it's not purpose-driven, they're not trying to help the community, they're just trying to make money. And sometimes because that is their focus, their business doesn't, um, it's no good customer service. It's just, <laughs> I'm serious. She's like, still on it. She's still on it. Okay. Um, their business doesn't, you know, work out the way they thought it would, you know, her, is what she's saying. Um, and so for me, what would entice me to own a business or become an entrepreneur, especially as a black woman, would be freedom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Freedom 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 <laughs> and more freedom mm-hmm. right freedom of what freedom of your time as far as you set your schedule now are you going to be working long hours yes but you're working those long hours for yourself mm-hmm. you're cutting yourself that check or writing yourself that check i mean obviously other people are writing you checks as far as like products and services and things mm-hmm. of that nature mm-hmm. but ultimately you're not turning hours in to a big payroll system and you're not (laughs) I look forward (laughs) and when I speak to freedom like when I envision creating a business or like writing a book in my mind I'm like oh this this is gonna make me some money so that I can have freedom right Mm -hmm. so the, the 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 first thing is not necessarily money for me it's freedom freedom to have the type of schedule every year I want to. And by that means, I ask myself when I want to go on vacation. I get permission from myself, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I can go see a loved one, when I can go to someone's graduation, baby shower, wedding, um, you yeah. know, celebration of life, right? Yeah. And that's that's always been important to me. And so... I think that's one of the biggest benefits when you've been at a job, even if you have a regular nine to five, right? even if it's the easiest job ever, you can do something that is easy for you, but just do it for yourself, right? And the first goal is to make as much money as you're making on your job. 
So if you're making 35 grand, come up with it, come, come up. Why can't you do the exact same thing you're doing right now for someone else? For yourself. For yourself. And throw an LLC on the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Comma LLC. Right. <laughs> and so I think sometimes we maybe overwhelm ourselves in these, you know, big, gigantic start starts where you're like, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm going to leave this $35,000 job a year. And my expectation for myself is to make a million dollars in the first year. So you're saying be realistic. I'm not saying I don't want to throw that word, word realistic out there. I'm just saying don't overwhelm yourself okay. and don't give yourself, don't put yourself in a box is what I'm saying, because you are living don't look down on yourself is what I'm saying. Okay. Because what you're what what you're That's thinking what you're thinking is oh I only make thirty five thousand so in order for me to be successful, I gotta I gotta be a, make a million dollars in the first year. Well, if you're living your life mm. successfully independent on thirty five thousand and it's working for you, then how about do that same thing or similar or whatever a similar activity that's gonna bring you thirty five thousand a year, because. You're trying to get that freedom, right? You, your part, the point is you don't want to work for somebody else for whatever your reasons are. For me, it was freedom mm-hmm. or it is freedom, right? Because it's still a work in progress. For Melissa, it's purpose and community. You see, I ain't seen nothing. I ain't say nothing on my <laughs> list. Okay, her one, two, and three is purpose, legacy. Is purpose, legacy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> You understand? That's my first, you know, that's my first um, bonus of I want to be a successful entrepreneur. I want to be a successful businesswoman to get freedom of my life choices and of my schedule. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that was that my advice would be not to. Um, put yourself in a box and just say, hey, let me just replace my current income, whatever that is now, and start a business venture. That is my goal. Mm-hmm. And when I replace my yearly salary or when, I, when I'm when i bringing in my monthly income or whatever, mm-hmm. I can put in this two weeks, right? It doesn't have to be so grand because, you know, social media and, you know, television outlets is telling you that you have to be a millionaire. You can make a million dollars overnight. You can do all of this stuff. Listen, whatever the freedom number is for you, it doesn't have to be the same as somebody else, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Or if you want to go to part-time, if that would be your freedom level and you want to just, just work less at, you know, that job and then have a part-time, a business that you, that makes you part-time money Start where you're comfortable, but don't don't compare yourself to other people and feel like you are failing because you're not ready to jump out the gate immediately. And if you're not making six figures, you know, a hundred grand, two hundred, three hundred fifty thousand dollars with your business, then you're a failure. No, because look at your life. You're making it. You're you're paying your lights, your water, your groceries. You have transportation and you have shelter Mm -hmm. on whatever salary you have now. And you go to work every day. You have that discipline and you do that job and you get that paycheck weekly, biweekly or monthly. Mm -hmm. Right. Or by service. Maybe you're invoice people and get it, you know, whatever that method is. You're doing it successfully now. So why can't you do it successfully for yourself? Just start there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be grand. 
I like that not don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah. So I would say too, like I guess the different way of putting it is define what success is to you. Mm-hmm. Have your own definition of what you mean by success. Not not don't compare your success to other people's success. It's it's definitely individual based. So mm-hmm. to have your own definition of what would be success to you and then make your your goals, your milestones to reach the, that success um, for yourself on your own terms and your own words, like what what it would be for you. So your your definition of what what your success would be and what it would look like. Um, yeah, I yeah. think that's a good. And also, we're having you know everywhere you see when you open your phone or turn on TV. <laughs> You're seeing commercials and advertisement about be your own boss, be an entrepreneur, be a businesswoman, own your own business. Look, it's okay if that's not a goal of yours. It is. Your goal may look different, right? For example, you might be a teacher who is going into the school system right now and you would like more freedom. So to you, you can become a remote school teacher where you're working 100% online, mm-hmm. right? Same career, but you Everyone knows you have more flexibility in a remote job. Even if it's just you have access to your refrigerator and you got your favorite snacks and you can make a smoothie, you know, on your planning period. Like just whatever that means to you. Don't feel pressure to be an entrepreneur and be a businesswoman if that's not something um, that is your goal. Like there's people who make um, career transitions and that's success for them. They go from one area of expertise to another and either make more money or have more responsibility and that's their success or have more freedom on their schedule or, you know, something. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have to be entrepreneurship or business. Yeah. I don't wanted to, wanted to get real deep. I was going to ask you, you know, if you thought there were any differences in being black, a black entrepreneur, then your entrepreneur friends who are not black. I think generally speaking, mm-hmm. um, just like any other arena of society, yeah. black women are, I mean, I know there's a lot of, of articles out there now and you know, there, there's articles about we're the most educated and yeah. we're getting all these grants and these monies and businesses, yeah. to, to to start businesses, businesses, but the resources, their resources are there. Right. But as far as the view, I don't think the view has changed much. Right. We're still expected to fail. Yeah. As black people as a whole. Mm-hmm. And when we don't fail, it's a, oh, this one's, a, this one is unique. Right. Right. This is the exception to this the rule. This is the exception to the rule. Whether it's acting whether it's music, mm-hmm. whether it's sports, mm-hmm. whether it's um, education, science, math, poli- you know, uh, po- politicians, mm-hmm. whatever. If a black person succeeds, it's oh, surprise, right. you know. So like that unspoken pressure is 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 there, and it's been there. Since we knew or found out, however you found out she was black, <laughs> whoever told you, <laughs> whoever told you he was black, right? <laughs> right. Sidebar. 
we're sitting at the kitchen table with our little cousin. And our little cousin has, you know, we they have those like 64 packs of crayon, Crayola crayons. <laughs> and so, you know, they're coloring this, you know, coloring whatever's on their paper. And we're like, oh, hey, you know, who who's that? Oh, that's me. And they're coloring this stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, great. You know what? What color are you using to color your stuff? And they're, you know, they look at the crayon. They're like, peach. And so did we bust their bubble that day? No, number one, we're not their parents, okay? <laughs> number two, we were like preteens at the time, 12 right. or so. It is not our job to tell our little black cousin, <laughs> right? They black. That have a black mother and a black father, like black, black, right? <laughs> Blackity black. Um, that they're black. That's not the conversation for a 12-year-old to have with a, nah. a two-year-old. Right. Or a three-year-old. Right. So, but when we find out, however we find out that we're Black, there is that unspoken pressure. And so I think that's unique to mm-hmm. Black women, Black people that have businesses or um, uh, are entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that maybe another race or another culture would not have. And of course, me and Melissa, we live in America. So these are our American experiences. We can't speak to living in another country for a long enough time or any time to speak to that culture. Mm-hmm. Do you think, do you think, I, what about stereotypes? Like besides we're going to fail? <laughs> besides we're going to fail. Well, besides they believe we're going to fail first, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, or we're stealing or we're thieves. We're thieves, exactly. Right. Or, or if we make it, it's almost as if let me just say this. It's almost as if if it's in the musical realm that it's expected that if you have money, you're either a baller or some rapper, basically. You don't think that? You don't think that? Give me a when, when, when people When people see, because again, like I said, okay, I do frequent oh, if you stores say, if you go where to I someone don't think that, and they say, hey, what what do you do for a living? You say, oh, I'm a musician. No, no, I'm just, saying, okay. no I'm just saying that when people see you in a nice car, say like, oh, okay. nice car, you're gotcha, dressed gotcha. well, or if you, first of all, I don't like all the, the, the chains or whatever, but if you're like mm-hmm. dripped in diamonds or whatever, mm-hmm. or if you live in a certain neighborhood, mm-hmm. okay, um, they just expect that you are certain. You only basically you only can be successful if you're in these certain uh industries. Industries got yeah. you. Um, yeah. So no, I don't. I I think yeah. When you meet other people out here in the world, and you are um, and this is for other people because I, I well no that's not true. I I would rent cars at, for my job, mm-hmm. and I would be in something that was deemed a luxury car. Right. Because my normal car ain't luxury. All right. <laughs> but you know, say I would get this luxury car, and I, you know, yeah. So I don't think it's an expectation for someone um, look like you that looks like me to drive a car of said caliber put whatever label you on it and you do you know there are double takes and there are <laughs> i mean if you go there in, are if you drive this car with mm-hmm. your natural hair uh, yeah looking very naturally black yes all right 
I just I think when when so for me, it's not necessarily I haven't gotten the are you a singer or dancer or what no, I've gotten dancer a couple of times, but that was when I was younger. <laughs> right? <laughs> when I was younger. Yeah. Um but like so Melissa and I were we come from a um like a tech right. industry. Mm-hmm. So I mean their eyes get big <laughs> and they're like, what? Right. You're in tech? Exactly. I get that all the time. I mean all the time from men, black men, white men, <laughs> it, don't, it doesn't matter what race or gender. It's like their eyes pop open. They're like, huh? Yeah. When you tell them how much you make an hour, like it's so, it's, it's yeah. amazing to me. Like, so yeah, <clears throat> I do also. Which feel like, no one shares that, but Melissa's yeah. talking about specifically when she went to purchase her home, <laughs> when she went to purchase a home and she can share that if she wants, I you know, know, obviously you have to give a certain, uh, you have to give your uh, income your income and so the person thought she was talking about per year <laughs> and so that's right. another story so like right i i don't think maybe it's because of our maturity level or like our age i don't i don't run into that oh are you a rapper or are you a singer or dancer like i don't get that but i do get surprised on the profession that i am in all the time like it's very it's still the same to me it's still, it's, it's still it, yeah it's definitely a stereotype of oh well wait you make because immediately when you tell them tech they know you you're not making dimes right right mm-hmm. and so whereas melissa melissa walk out of the house you can tell she make money oh my gosh <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> okay that's you not know, listen that's not true listen. she gets you know facials and things of that nature like i have to anyway that's i mean i digress <laughs> so people really aren't approaching me anyway on a like stranger basis on like what do you do for a living it's more in like social settings when we're actually having like if i'm having a conversation with a stranger in a social setting or um, you know, maybe I'm getting so the, it's expected for you to be grilled when when they ask you what you do. See, that's that's yeah. that's what I was asking because I've I've did I not, did I take too long to answer the question. You just cut me off. I'm so sorry, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, <laughs> I thought go you were done. I thought you was done. Thought you was done. Go ahead. I didn't know you were still talking about it. <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> I didn't know, guys. Really? I thought she was finished. So basically, you're saying stereotypes, period. It doesn't matter. Yeah, stereotypes, period. Yeah. Like, it don't matter. I just gave examples because I've seen it. First of all, people automatically assume that you're in one of those type of industries if mm-hmm. you dressed a certain way. Right. Don't tell them you wrote a book. Oh, my goodness. What? Exactly. You're an that's author? A, that's another thing. You know, oh, my gosh. My goodness. Um, and Melissa has done, you know, a children's book, and so she's different, um, in different genres. So they're really like, huh? Anyway, yeah. So it's so funny. It's it's funny, it's but it's so not funny. And I guess funny. I bring it up because I guess it's part of like I like like I've been saying in these other episodes. Yeah. Um, like even with the coaching, there session, is a difference. It is a difference, and it's just like you know how to navigate those emotions because. It's, at the end of the day, it's very exhausting to have to explain what you do every single time because you got to justify the reason why you got money or can't be in a store uh, mm. that you're not supposed to be in 
you know, because that's that's the first thing they do. If I if mm-hmm. I walk in certain places and I'm able to buy certain things, yeah, because I actually do like nice things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so if I can go buy it and not blink at the price, then it's like, oh, what do you do? And that's the first thing that come out their mouth. Now mm-hmm. I just saw five Caucasians in front mm-hmm. of me, mm-hmm. and I named not one. Okay, was asked what they did. Mm-hmm. So it was. It's just. It's just a difference. And I know people are like, oh. You know, so you're reading so much into it, but when you wake up black every day, it's not okay. You know the difference, and so my point in saying this is that black people get tired of people acting like they don't know when something's different. They don't know what they're doing, right? Or they they feel like what they're feeling is not justifiable or validated. Like we don't need your validation, right. like it's imagining, right? We're making you. it all up. We don't, we don't need your validation and telling us how we should be feeling oh, and that we, we, we're making too much out of something. No, yeah. we wake up black every single day in these United States of these Americas and we know exactly what is going on. So, yeah, I just want to say that and I'm going to stop there because. And, you, you know, know, to your point, it's like another expectation is for you not to say nothing. Exactly. And I, I was born. For you not to okay. say in a different time and point out your, the, your experience that you're having. Like, <laughs> right. why are you asking and me what I do? Well, or, right. And so now that's know. what I do sometimes when yeah. I feel like what? when I feel like is and it's and I'm not becoming offensive or defensive. Mm-hmm. It's the fact of I'm asking you why you asking me that. Am I not giving you a card? Did it not like approve? So why are you asking me what I do? So yeah. I start I start calling out people sometimes when I feel like they need to um, go ahead about their business, mm-hmm. okay? Because I get tired of justifying the, the success, the fact that I can yeah. go in the store and buy what I want to buy, yeah, or you know go where I want to go or whatever, you know. It's just... And then you know when you have those experiences and most of the time. I don't, you know, I haven't had those many to speak of, or maybe I. They don't stick out as much to me, but like when you do have those experiences, um, it's like, is this is this company even worth me buying? Exactly. It's like you look at the company, you're like, do I even want to give my money to this ignorance? Exactly. And I don't. You know, it's just like, and I don't. You know, so that's, that's why, a whole nother. That's a whole nother episode. And 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 you know, again, like I said, when I and again for me and for my clients, like. I I give those examples like because what I'm saying is that people need to be reminded that they have to have their own principles and morals and values like you have to value yourself. I don't have to patronize you. I don't have to patronize your business. Patronize. Patronize your business. I don't have to I don't have to support you. You don't want my support apparently. Okay, so I don't because you know we we one of the groups that that spend the most most money, the most money, black women. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just like I don't gotta be here, and you know. So again, like I have a choice. I have a choice. You want to make me feel like I don't, but Mm -hmm. I do, and I recognize it, and I accept the fact. So again, like when I'm working with my clients at the at the same time, it's like you also have to be emotionally mature you have to be more emotionally mature it's not like you know you got to act like you 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 don't have to act like you arrived and you just better than people who can't afford to be in those stores but you do you know you do need that 
make sure that you respect yourself, that you're not being disrespected because you can't you know, and, and devalued because you can, like, just be, like, I know that they don't see many people coming there of color sometimes, and some, and, you know, I, I almost feel like it's their first experience with a black person. Sometimes. Mm. And, wow. I, you know, like, you, it's, it's almost like when they see your hair, can I touch it? No, ma'am, you can't. Can I, why, did you ask that lady right there, can you touch her? Why you got to put your hand in mine? Like, that's the type of, that's how I feel sometimes with these experiences in these stores or it with other people. And yeah, it almost places. feels like a, like, like a zoo. Like you are, like you are artifact in a museum. Right, a museum or like a zoo. <laughs> like, man, like you, you never seen black people before? Oh my God. It is 2022. Well, so, come on, man. Like, so yeah, that's, that's well, I mean, they're, they might've seen black people, but then maybe they haven't. Seeing black people well, come in. Well, I'm not the in, first one you need to talk to when you come in to looking get like you looking purposing what you purposing. Yeah, all right. Well, that's it, guys. That's all I got for you. That's all I got for you. What I'm saying to you is it takes work. Okay, it's not for the it's not for the faint of heart. And you yeah. still and again this 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 series you as far as being a black Christian, I'm gonna throw Christian in there because yeah, that for me is my anchor. And how I treat people and mm-hmm. how I expect to be treated. You don't have to be a Christian, but what you're going to do is respect me because I'm not being disrespectful to you. So, and be lucky. Okay. Be be glad that I'm saved uh, too, because I'm not going to go out here and avenge or go out here and get you back or go out here and, you know, just try to be a bigger, better, be bigger and badder than you. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm out here trying to do. So, um, I mean, I, I think because we are Jesus believers, thank God, you know, God is our anchor because when you are confronted with disrespect, disrespect, inequality, disregard, violence, just all kinds of, you know, bigotry. Shenanigans. Um, Having an anchor in Jesus Christ (laughs) and a Bible you can open to and a God you can pray for that will give you comfort is what keeps you stable. Right. You know what I mean? Like, faith. Just think about, you know, Martin Luther King and you know, mm. you turn on the TV and you got people getting attacked in their nonviolent protests by dogs and being beaten down and water holes. And, you know, looking at it, it's like, wow, how could you really do this? And they're, they're, they're not fighting back. You know, they had this supernatural right? Because you're looking at it like, how in the world is somebody able to do this? They have this supernatural strength, yeah, right? And courage. And courage that's mm-hmm. coming from someone other than themselves, yeah, which we identify as God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, mm-hmm. right? And so just thank God that we can have that stability and that we can go, them, go to God when times get rough and tough. And we have someone to speak to. We have someone that understands. We have someone that comforts us. And that's where prayer comes comes in in a prayer life. And just reminding yourself what the Bible says. Like, oh, wait, I can't. I can't pop oh, off. I can't. Oh, I don't. Oh, 
Right. Okay, turn the you other cheek. Exactly. Turn the other cheek. Okay, vengeance is not mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's right. yours. Okay, so like, thank God for the anchor. You know what I mean? And you know, Christians aren't perfect. Jesus believers aren't perfect, but we have um a peace, right? We're able to have a peace that surpasses understanding, and that's the whole the whole phrase is surpassing understanding. You don't understand it unless you are in the body of Christ. Right. You know what I mean? Because you just, it's intangible and it's almost unexplainable, you know? Right. So if you are um, (laughs) out there and you are experiencing um, being Black in America, Mm-hmm. And in these series that we're doing and it's is weighing on you, um, we encourage you to go to God and open that Bible and just saturate yourself with the word and talk it out. Like, don't suppress those emotions, you know, talk it out. God understands. He let him comfort you. Let him advise you, you know, just yeah. let's give let's use the tools that we have, you know, music, yeah. positivity, you know when you're when you're you have to surround your environment with positivity yeah in these days and times Mm -hmm. turn on that worship music you know spend that time with god have those calming moments to center yourself on that anchor you know on your belief on your faith all right all right good talk Well, guys, again, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, share your thoughts and comments with us. We'd love to hear it. Um, And again, till we speak next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Two Sisters Podcast, where we hope to encourage you on your journey of transformation and healing while having fun along the way. Follow us on IG and Twitter. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends and family. It's available on all major podcast providers. Just search for Two Sisters Podcast. Till next time.